your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. Now we have Charlie Gasparino, the number one guy at uh, at uh, Fox Business. And uh, it's been a, a rocky and roady day today, uh, uh, Charlie. What do you say? What's going on? Uh, we got. A, I think there was a bank failure somewhere. Really? <laughs> wow! I found out when I was on the way to dinner at six o'clock last night. Let me let me pe- check my favorite newspaper, the New York Post. Oh, here it is, Silicon Valley Bank. Yes, it's it, it's failed. Yeah, and, and Signature uh, Bank too, of course, Charlie. Oh, yeah. Let me read down a little bit here in the Post. Yes, Signature Bank as well. They both Charlie, you wrote an article about this, didn't you? <laughs> what, what's that? It's Richard Weinberg. Did you just write an article about this? Yes, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Are you serious? What's going on? Are we going to lose any more? Yeah, what's going on? By the way, people are so freaked out, Charlie. And what? Where does? Where is this headed for consumers? Because people are worried. Well, you know, listen. I, I think, I think they should be worried about mid-sized banks. You know, if you got your money in one of these. Local banks, mid-sized banks, you know, just make sure it's 250 and less or have multiple accounts, you know, spread it out a little bit. Because I just I just don't think uh, – I just think now is a time – you know, here's the thing. I don't believe this. these are one-offs. There was too much money printing, too much incentivizing of risk that was put in the system that for just to be one signature bank, one – Silicon Valley Bank. I mean, I know there's. I, I don't know if it's 2008, and I, I essentially wrote that in my my post calls, but it's got to be more. There was just way too much stuff done from a policy standpoint that was not good, that encouraged risk taking. That there's got to be more of this. And so, if you're a consumer, um, you know, how are you impacted by excessive risk taking? Well, if you're passively putting money in a bank account, maybe make sure it's 250 and less, because that's the cutoff of the FDIC limit. If you're a consumer and you have stocks, well, maybe look at your portfolio. Are you invested in crypto and weird stuff like that? Do you are you taking flings in, in meme stocks and those you know those crummy companies that have no earnings that for some mm-hmm. reason got you know got you know people were trying to just um, run them up from uh, on, on through message board hype. Well, Charlie, I mean, that's the type of stuff you got to do and get conservative. Uh, Charlie, I know, I know consumers have to act. The rest of it is the economy. You know, this is going to take. There's going to be an economic impact for all this, and you know that's how kind much of out equity of got wiped out between uh, between California and New York. Signature. That's a good question. I don't know the exact number. It's probably a couple hundred billion, at least a hundred. It would have to be. I mean, what was the market cap of uh, Silicon Valley Bank when it went under? I think it was a, a, 175. Yeah, two hundred billion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Charlie, um, can the government keep this up? Back, I mean, I, John and I were talking about this backstopping tech companies. I mean, yeah. you know, is that a, is that some a road we want to go down now? Where we just well, start- they're wiping out the equity, so they got uh, you know. I think the assets will equal the liabilities. The government is not going to lose money. Because, but the people are going to lose money is the equity. Well, Kat, you know what? This is going to continue. Well, Every I don't ten- know about that. I don't know about the government losing money. And by the way, first of all, the gov- they're, they're saying it's an FDIC bailout, which isn't technically the government. It's used, it's bank fees, um, get, get the insurance money, but there's not enough insurance money in there. 
bank fees are, as you know, passed on to the consumers, so it kind of is. So, uh, yeah. Joe, but, what do they do? They, instead of sending a billion dollars, instead of sending a billion dollars to Ukraine, they'll send seven hundred million. Well, that's just whatever. I'm just telling you that if you're telling me that people are getting 100 percent on the dollar, I'm telling you it's got to be it's got to come from somewhere. Its loan book was inherently risky, and I don't know how um, how liquid some of its loans were. They were to VC companies and private equity. Can you just unwind that and get dollar for dollar what you put in? I have no idea. It it, it was invested in treasuries. And you are you just gonna like I guess what in receivership I've never I'm not a bank you know examiner so I'm just theoretically I guess they could take money from the Treasury Department or the FDIC use that to pay back all depositors money good on everything and 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 wait until the bonds mature so you get your full fate you get your money back wow because the problem is that, that you have to sell them immediately but, but by the way this is a, this is a mess though if you if you do this bank by bank it's insane yeah, it you is. know um, and you know I was going to ask you Charlie this is Rita Cosby hmm. I want to ask about the politics of this because I was watching Biden this morning and Biden came out and he was blaming of course Trump he said uh, like uh, the lack of regulations as he was saying it he also blamed Congress talk about that Charlie Well listen I don't want to bore your your, your listeners but there was some, there was a part of Dodd Frank that was changed but the way it was described to me, it was changed in such a minuscule way. It really didn't have much to do with this. Um, this was this was essentially created by keeping interest rates really low, really low, and, and then zooming them up. And then and then at some point you got to raise them because we have inflation. So what's going to happen with the Feds, Charlie? This is Rudy. They're going to back up. You They're think so? Off, I've yeah. I've seen. To zero, and to right. one whole point. And there's right. word they may do that today. They so, were even so, talking so, about so, that. So, suppose they back up and inflation comes back to 7%. It's, it's actually not going down. It won't go up to 7%, uh, Charlie, because oil is down to 70s. Yeah, but it's still up. It's at 6 now. It's just a lag. It's just a lagging period. Yeah, but there's other. Take my word uh, for it. <laughs> Trust me on this. There's, there's a lot more to <laughs> Who do we trust in this conversation? Who do you trust? Charles, Charles, I'm just speak. saying that. I'm just saying that. If you think inflation is is over, you're crazy because it's always sticky on the way down. And Charlie, so, Charlie, okay, interrupt so you for a second. Supposing- Charlie, yeah, it's Pete King. Uh, let me just put, uh, play the antagonist here. If bank doesn't uh, backstop everything, and you have all these middle income people who lose their money, and again, two hundred and fifty isn't that much. Some retired guy. Yeah, yeah, we should retire. save the money and give it to 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 to, to China or give it to the yeah. Ukraine. No, no, sure. What does that do to the economy? Not to China. Well, well Ukraine <laughs> Ukraine needs the money to help us. But anyway, what I'm saying is that what does that do to the economy if again middle income people, mainly retirees, lose all this money? I mean, it's going to crush the economy. But I think there's a simple solution. Retirees should be looking at. You know, maybe not putting all their money in the bank. Yeah, but that, that's, that, was, that, that was now. I mean, that, that, I mean, was, that was the future. How about now? now? How about, yeah, about now? now? Well, oh, let, them take the, the, let them take notice. Why don't you do that, yeah. and, you do that now? And, Charlie, until yeah. somebody goes to jail, every 10, 15 years, we're going to have this problem uh, because no nobody's held no to accountability. To no one went to jail during a financial crisis because you know why? And I hate to say, not that I like yeah. all the guys, but some of them I do like. I covered them. But, you know, they're good guys. Scott Shea and Joe DiPaolo are good guys. But uh, I don't even know who they are. But 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 I, my my point is, there's no crime called irrational exuberance. You know, when you create incentives to do stupid things in the market, you do stupid things in the market. You, well, you then, gamble. Then claw that back all that money, that bonus money they took. 
No, there was nothing well, not in the city. By the way, that's not a crime either. Yeah. Getting bogus money. We got it. We, Charlie, we got to go. I love you. All right. And thank you for telling us the truth. And God bless you. 